0: It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather and he who controls the weather will control the world. Certified lunatics are shut up because of their proneness to violence when their pretensions are questioned. The uncertified variety are given the control of powerful armies and can inflict death and disaster upon all sane men within their reach. A quote from Bertrand Russell, timeless. Almost none have any interest whatsoever in knowing the truth about a long and rapidly growing list of crimes and catastrophes, past and present. About the converging threats that are so rapidly closing in on us all, Groundhog Day in the Planetary Asylum is morphing into the fateful grand finale on the Planetary Titanic, on which all of us are passengers. Consider this recent report from multiple sources. Let's ponder this headline. Humanity is almost certainly doomed, scientists say. The report states the problem is compounded by ignorance and short-term self-interest, end quote. The immense scale of the threats posed by global climate change, the report states, and human-induced biodiversity loss could be, could, may, might, even more grave than people understand. According to a report published Earlier this year in the Journal of Frontiers and Conservation Science, which warns of a quote, ghastly future of mass extinction and perhaps even the end of humanity. Climate engineering, environmental collapse, resource depletion, industrialized, militarized civilization, generating all of that, and CV-19, all is connected, all is connected. The human race taken as a whole is comparable to the proverbial kamikaze jumper from the hundredth floor, swan diving to the street below, and we're all now passing the second floor. Impact is imminent. And even now, so many are trying to convince themselves we're actually flying and not free falling to our near-term demise. Question, do you think those who run the asylum, the money printers, are actually interested in your personal health or welfare? A question that is not difficult to answer for any that have their eyes wide open. This is Dane Wiginton. You're listening to the commercial-free non-political global alert news hour, the bad news broadcast that covers the most dire and immediate threats we collectively face, issues we must deal with if we're to have any chance of averting near-term planetary omnicide. The controllers know full well what's coming. What actions do you think they're taking and have been? Let's cover some headlines from last week, starting with this. From multiple sources, the new triple mutant COVID strain threatens to become a catastrophic plague of epic proportions in India, a very, very overpopulated country that many of the controllers have tried to address for a very long time, their desire to reduce that population. Just a coincidence, I'm sure. Next headline, State Department warns Americans to leave India as deaths surge. Next headline, Bloomberg reports that the U.S. has, via the State Department and local consulates, warned any American in the country to start making arrangements to leave again India as soon as possible. Same theme of the CB-19 scenario, this headline from last week as well. EU opens doors to vaccinated American tourists in landmark policy shift. That's interesting, isn't it? The vaccinated and more stories coming in this broadcast as to how some of the vaccinated are faring in regard to contracting CV-19. Stay tuned. Next headline, Texas sues Biden for ignoring COVID-19 rules at the southern border. Sometimes the rules apply, sometimes they don't. Next headline from the New York Post and other sources. New science study states, quote, You're no safer from CV-19 with social distancing at 6 feet or 60 feet. Again, study states, only quoting the headlines. You can research them, investigate for yourself. That is the purpose of this broadcast to prompt honest investigation and to look past the mainstream media trough of mass deception. Mainstream media owned lock, stock, and barrel by the controllers, and it doesn't matter which flavor of mainstream media you choose. It's designed to polarize and divide populations and to keep their eyes off the wider horizon until the last possible moment, and that's exactly what they're doing. Next headline. Merkel tells citizens to submit to, quote, tough new lockdown restrictions. Wave after wave after wave. And what did geoenginewatch.org state? At the start of the entire CB-19 scenario, the fires would be stoked as needed. Another headline, Fauci, infections are too high to let kids go unmasked. We have children wearing masks outside until they're vaccinated. Layer upon layer upon layer. And those who knew this was coming like Fauci did. If you haven't seen it, I've mentioned it on this broadcast numerous times. I've actually played it on this broadcast. Fauci in 2017, standing on a podium on film on the record stating, quote, there will be a surprise pandemic during this presidency, i.e. the Trump presidency. How did he know? Ponder that. Next headline, members of Congress question why the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, recommends masks for children as young as two. Ponder that headline. Ponder that scenario and ask yourself this question. What will be the long-term consequences to our children? Next headline, same theme. Oregon high school track coach calls for end to mask rule after athlete collapses. Simply quoting headlines. It's up to each of us to put these puzzle pieces together and form a picture from them. Next headline, CDC Centers for Disease Control. Difficult to say when we can stop wearing a mask. The bar is always being raised and changed and altered. A reminder of how the mask mandate worked out in Shasta County of Northern California. The official infection rate of CB19 hovered around 30 till about the time the mask mandate went into effect. It has skyrocketed since that time well into five figures and it continues to escalate. How well is that mask scenario working out? Just asking the question. Next headline. White House will, quote, share millions of unwanted AstraZeneca jabs with developing worlds. What an incredible act of charity. Is it? Let's consider this headline. Norway. Risk of dying from AstraZeneca higher than COVID-19. That's from Sputnik International News. I'm simply quoting the headline. I am not giving you conclusions. That's up to you to come to. Another headline. Professors propose making CV-19 vaccinations mandatory. And state, quote, do not honor religious objections. That's from the Christian News Network. And while on the subject of spiritual institutions, I ask this question How many of them are going along with whatever they're told to do because their 501c3 nonprofits depend on them towing the line for those in power? And it seems they're all too willing to do exactly that in so many cases. So called spiritual leaders hiding behind their pulpits and protecting their 501c3s while ignoring. Blatant, glaring injustices on so many fronts, including the climate engineering issue, which I know firsthand. So many so called spiritual leaders in Northern California that I've met with personally and who initially stated to me, We don't need your data because it's all in big hands. And to that, I challenge them to show me in their own scripture where it says it's okay to hide behind your pulpit or sit in a pew and warm it with your backside while. The planet is being decimated from man trying to play God with the weather. Where is it okay for these people to hide in their congregations again and behind their pulpits? Scripture says exactly the opposite that we are required to be good stewards of the planet. Not only good stewards of the planet, but we are required to stand against those that are decimating creation. It's not an option, it's an obligation. Another headline. More CV-19 variants may be leading to more hospital patients. That's from the South Florida Sun Sentinel. How convenient for the medical industrial complex and the controllers. Another headline, COVID natural remedies banned as Department of Justice and the Federal Trade Commission seek to silence doctors promoting vitamin D, C, zinc, etc. Those last two headlines fit together conveniently for the medical industrial complex again. Another headline, thousands of anti-lockdown protesters take over central London. That's from multiple international sources. Another headline. This one, a follow-up to a report I gave on a previous broadcast. Florida residents say release of a billion genetically engineered mosquitoes in the Florida Keys is terrorism. That's from the UK Daily Mail and other sources. How is it not that? How are these residents to know exactly what the genetic modification was on these mosquitoes? And who gets to choose to make this kind of release? Again, playing God with the entire web of life. Next headline. How will Biden's climate plan affect everyday Americans from multiple international sources and domestic sources? Take a look up and you'll see. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. The climate engineering insanity rages on in skies all over the globe and make no mistake about it, that is the plan. We're being told that don't worry if things get too bad We have this final option of spraying particulates into the sky. Yes, it will look exactly like what you see, but that's not what you're seeing. That's what we're told. It's been going on for over 75 years with cataclysmic results. When will this elephant in the sky be acknowledged? Not just by official sources, which we expect to lie. Not just by mainstream media, which we expect to lie. Not just by the bought, sold, and paid for legions of academicians who we expect to lie, but when will the public begin to believe what they can see with their own eyes? When will that happen? Next headline, DHS begins international investigation to identify dangerous employees with, quote, patriotic perspectives, a.k.a. domestic extremists. Anyone who questions official narratives likely to very soon be considered by the Department of Homeland Security to be domestic extremists. Not allowed to question. Not anymore. Next headline, the grocery price shock is coming to a store near you that's only the beginning. And after that, the empty store shelves will come. And once there's not enough to go around, that's when the fun really starts. Mad Max on steroids. It's coming. Make no mistake about that. Next headline, Gates, i.e. Bill Gates, unhinged. Dystopian vision for future of food. Now let's add a few pieces to that puzzle. This headline that I covered in a recent broadcast, Bill Gates is the biggest private owner of farmland in the United States. Why? Also farmland in California. And consider, similar scenario happened in Australia. Farmers were completely droughted out. Whole regions, farms, towns, everything sold for pennies on the dollar to international ag corporations. And now rain is falling again in many of those regions. Just a coincidence is Mr. Gates... Just by coincidence, capitalizing on the same sort of scenario. Farmers that are brought to their knees by water being completely shut off. They can't possibly sustain themselves and have to forfeit their land for pennies on the dollar. And guess who gets to pick it up? Just a coincidence again, I'm sure. Mr. Gates would never try to capitalize off someone else's loss, would he? What do you think? Next headline, gas prices creep higher around the nation. Just the beginning as the dollar tanks around the globe. The international community has had enough of the empire. Not that they're any better. They're just on a smaller scale. Every government's corrupt all over the globe. It's a matter of scale. And who do you think's on the biggest scale? Not hard to fill in that blank. From NBC and other sources, this related headline, why the post-pandemic economy will include higher prices, worse service, and longer delays. Let's dissect that headline, starting with the beginning. There will be no post-pandemic economy in any sense like anything we ever had previously. The paradigm we once knew is over. It's not coming back. Geoengineerwatch.org has stated that from the very beginning. We stated that from before the beginning. We stated that once biosphere collapse became all but impossible to hide from populations, the power structure would play very big cards. Very big shoes would be dropped. Three examples we gave over and over for a decade plus. False flag event, global conflict, and pathogen release. Question, which cards have yet to be played. What's coming? Many more breaking reports in a moment. First, I want to express my deepest gratitude to each and every individual that's doing their best to stay informed, to wake others with credible data from a credible source, and by doing so, helping to turn the tide of insanity. Thank you for making your voice heard in this most critical effort to sound the alarm. It is our collective efforts that can yet make a difference. This is Dane Wiginton. You're listening to the Global Alert News Hour, episode number 299, May 1st, 2021. This is again the bad news broadcast, but it is critical information that covers the issues we must face before we have any chance of changing course. This commercial free frontline news broadcast is brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org and paid for by geoengineeringwatch.org. This news hour is broadcast on AM and FM stations in Northern California, now in Washington, on the East Coast, in Alabama, Chicago, San Antonio, Texas, Tampa, Florida, and now in San Francisco, Sacramento, and San Diego. My deepest gratitude to all those that have been a part, and they know who they are, who have been a part of making this weekly update broadcast heard on a vastly wider scale. And for the record, I want to say that I never wanted this job. I never wanted this post. I wanted to wander in the forest in total solitude, restoring habitat, planting trees and watching them grow. But how could I remain there knowing what I knew, seeing what was happening in the skies above me that was tilting the entire balance of the web of life off the edge of the abyss? How was I to remain there in good conscience? How could I face myself in the mirror? How could I face my children and look them in the eye? I couldn't. I couldn't because every bear, bird, bat, bee, crawling insect has no voice. Every tree, they don't have a voice except for us, us. It's up to us to protect creation, the web of life, without which we will all soon die die. And that is the purpose of this broadcast, to try to deal with the biggest hole in the bottom of the boat. And even the so-called environmentalist and environmentalist communities are ignoring this issue, just like many in the spiritual communities, because they don't want to lose their 501c3. And I ask them this, when will the hypocrisy be abandoned? When we hit the wall at full velocity, which is now perilously close, I beg each of these organizations and every individual that belonged to them, stand up. Band together, make your voice heard now while it can still make a difference. Recordings of this broadcast can be found at geodringwatch.org under the recent top stories and radio sections. The latest GeoengineWatch.org awareness-raising materials can be ordered from the homepage of GeoengineWatch.org for our approximate cost of producing and shipping. These are extremely high-quality, color-printed materials with images, document copies, patents. They're extraordinarily effective at waking the uninformed to what's happening in our skies far more effective than pointing at the sky and and communicating verbally far more effective. Our only goal at GeoengineWatch.org is to get climate engineering awareness materials into circulation. And those shipping costs have risen considerably. We have not raised our package prices. And now many of our mailing packages, depending on location, cost us to produce and ship. We're at a net loss But we're rapidly running out of time. Geoengineeringwatch.org will do all we can to provide printed awareness materials to the public. And on that note, as the climate engineers continue to cut off the flow of precipitation from California and much of the western U.S., it is imperative that populations in the western U.S. be awakened to the unfolding engineered drought catastrophe, especially the farmers. One essential way to help us in this battle is to... USPS, U.S. Postal Service mail, a geoengineeringwatch.org flyer, or one of our 20-page Fact and Photo Summary color booklets to farmers, agency officials, ag and environmental groups, spiritual organizations, the list is endless. We must reach a critical mass of awareness as fast as possible, and that effort will take all of us. Those in the Reading area of Shasta County, California, can pick up free geoengineeringwatch.org materials from the vitamin section at Orchard Nutrition. Another way to pick up free geoengineeringwatch.org materials is to attend the staunch geoengineering ally of gym fair, G-E-M-F-A-I-R-E. At every gym fair event, and you can look up their site online, there is a geoengineeringwatch.org booth with free geoengineeringwatch.org materials. The next gym fair event is at Santa Rosa, California, May 7th through May 9th at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds. Beyond that, Santa Barbara, California, May 21st through May 23rd at the Earl Warren Showgrounds. And after that... Tulsa, Oklahoma, May 28th through May 30th at the Expo Square. Please show your support for Jim Fair if you're near any one of these events. Pick up free GeoengineWatch.org materials and help us to raise awareness of this most critical threat that we collectively face. The new groundbreaking documentary film on climate engineering operations titled The Dimming is posted on the top of the GeoengineWatch.org homepage. This documentary film has been made available to view for free. Our only goal is to sound the alarm to wake populations again all over the world to what's being done to them without their knowledge or their consent by their own governments. View and share the dimming link with others. And because Social media platforms are doing their best to censor this critically important information. The best way to view and share the dimming documentary is by going to the homepage of org and sharing that link via email. If you haven't yet viewed the dimming, please take the time to do so if you want to better understand what is happening in our skies. In this film, there are interviews with former military high-ranking officers, including two U.S. military generals. There are former government scientists. There are other high-ranking officials from the science communities. We conducted, Geoengineering Watchtower conducted high-altitude atmospheric testing with a NOAA, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, flying lab. And that test conclusively confirmed heavy aircraft are dispersing climate engineering elements into our skies. Again, please view this documentary. Help us in this most critical battle to expose and halt the climate engineering insanity. Please help us to share and circulate this film that we made available for free in spite of great difficulty producing and immense expense. Moving on, much to cover in this broadcast, not enough time, as always. Let's cover a few more breaking headlines on the CV-19 scenario before covering the latest frontline reports on unfolding biosphere collapse. This headline from last week, quote, It's on germany france Back EU push to sue AstraZeneca over botched vaccine rollout. Not much U.S. media covers this. From that report, following reports that Germany and other major EU members were reluctant to sue AstraZeneca over the botched rollout of its COVID-19 vaccine, it looks like Berlin and Paris have actually signed on. According to the latest round of reports, almost every EU country has now signed on, opening the door for the EU commission to launch lawsuits soon. We'll see what happens on that front. Just giving you headlines. Next headline from the San Francisco Chronicle and other sources, California has recorded about 1,400 breakthrough, quote, coronavirus cases in fully vaccinated people. 1,400 CV19 cases in fully vaccinated people, and that's just what we know of. From that report, the state had not previously made this data available. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said in mid-April that it had recorded about 5,800 breakthrough cases in fully vaccinated people. Didn't see that in many mainstream media sources, did we? And that's as of mid-April. We're past that now. And that's only what's been recorded. As high as those figures may seem, remember and consider that the cases actually reported to the CDC of vaccine adverse reaction and of COVID-19 being contracted by those that have already been vaccinated are only a small fraction of the total amount of such cases in both instances. Now consider this. The cases actually reported to the CDC, Centers for Disease Control, of vaccine adverse reactions and the vaccinated, CV-19 vaccinated, actually contracting COVID after their vaccination are only a very small fraction of the total amount of such cases. This is in both scenarios, perhaps as low, according to some data sets, as 1%. Consider that. With the mass frenzy of CV-19 vaccination efforts going on in Shasta County, California, where I live, How has the CV-19 infection rate done recently? According to local officials, the CV-19 infection rate has almost doubled in the last week. Why would that be? And how come more aren't questioning? What are we not being told? Let's ask another question. Who comes to mind when you think of the whole CV-19 nightmare? Bill Gates, perhaps? Yes, the Bill Gates that warned us all of a coming pandemic many years ago at TED Talks, on film and on the record. How powerful is Mr. Gates? Is he just a front man for those behind the curtain, or is he much more? You decide. But while doing so, consider some of the following headlines. The first is from 2017, the same year, again, that Anthony Fauci stood at a podium on film and on the record and said that there would be a surprise pandemic during this presidency first headline about gates is this from politico.com 2017 stated this meet the world's most powerful doctor bill gates now let's fast forward to april of this year from multiple sources who is the most powerful doctor in the world again bill gates is stated many many sources covering this now how does he get that type of label and notoriety and why is he neck deep in vaccine everything all over the world with results in places like India and Africa that have been beyond bleak research this research what some of the countries in which gates has conducted his programs what those countries and officials in those countries have to say about the results of the gates vaccination programs and now what does billionaire bill gates say to poor countries about the current vaccines? This headline from last week, Billionaire Bill Gates says no to sharing vaccine recipes with poor countries. Why do you suppose that is? Could it be because of his past record? He's especially cautious to disclose what's in the new concoction? And then there's this question that needs to be asked. Why aren't the leaders of some of these poorer countries taking a long, hard look at the VAERS data, the CDC's Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. In fact, why aren't huge segments of the public doing exactly the same? Why are they not questioning anything? First world populations that have the means and the ability to do real investigation, but they don't. They choose not to. They choose not to know. And how many still don't know even now about the Bill Gates Event 201? That was the mock global Coronavirus pandemic drill that took place in October of 2019, immediately prior to the actual event unfolding. Again, just a coincidence? What do you think? Will the pandemic, I mean, the pandemic ever end? For those that are still clinging to the baseless propaganda that things will, quote, get back to normal soon, time to take a long look at the wider horizon. And in regard to that wider horizon, the collapse of our life support systems will remain the bottom line and is connected to everything else that's unfolding. On that note from CNN and other sources, another version of a headline reported earlier in this broadcast, coming this summer, gas stations running out of gas. From that report in New York, and this is from CNN Business, millions of people stuck at home for more than a year are expected to hit the road for a much needed post-pandemic vacation this summer. And then they state, good luck finding gas post-pandemic. Don't hold your breath hoping for that to happen. Another headline, same theme. It's about to get much worse. Supply chains implode as price doesn't even matter anymore. This is a start of the process that unfolds when there's not enough to go around. And once a critical mass of the population is forced to face the fact That the party is over, and they're forced to face the gravity and immediacy of what's unfolding. That's when the fun really starts, and we are perilously close to that point. Another headline last week. Only class war can stop climate change. Of course, no mention of the climate engineering elephant in that equation. From that report... New statistics reveal that the world's top 1% is responsible for double the emissions of the entire bottom half of the planet, the entire bottom 50% of the planet. The message is clear. To fight climate change, we have to fight the ruling class report continues with this. A new Oxfam report, that's Oxford Committee for Famine Relief, finds that the richest 1% of people alone are responsible for double the emissions of the poorest 50% of the global population. That means that even if the working class of the global north took all the individual actions that are recommended, or if we forced poor people in the global south to stop having kids, that still wouldn't solve the problem. We're through the guardrail again. It's it's about time this is acknowledged by more of these organizations, which ultimately have their funding coming from somewhere that they shouldn't in too many cases. This report continues. Billionaires assert that capitalism can solve the climate crisis, and their investments are helping to create a, quote, new form of green capitalism that will reduce emissions and usher in a sustainable future. Again, that is complete Pollyanna nonsense. View the film planet of the humans if you want to know how non-renewable so-called renewable energy is it's a Pollyanna delusion again it's better than the straight combustion of hydrocarbon fuels my home is off-grid I have wind hydro and solar I have a background in that industry Uh, a facility I worked on is shown in the film planet of the humans it's now a blowing field of sand in the middle of the Mojave Desert but the notion that we are going to burn up all the hydrocarbon loot plunder and pillage the planet and then switch to magic renewable energy is Pollyanna delusion. More from this report. Governments are also falling for this myth and putting it at the center of their pandemic recovery plans. So-called green capitalism will never facilitate the scale of action that is necessary to keep warming below 1.5 degrees C or two degrees C. Let me stop there for a moment. Based on frontline statistical data, we are likely past three and a half degrees C right now. We are past the point at which humans have existed on this planet and statistics are being falsified radically due to the downside and the engineered cool-downs being conducted by the climate engineers are a part of that falsification. When they conduct a massive engineered cool-down event like they recently did in Texas, when Dallas, Texas was zero degrees at the same time at the same latitude in Florida, it was 85 degrees, while it was 33 degrees warmer than Dallas, Texas at the North Pole, completely unnatural event, they will take as many record low temperatures as possible and skew the overall planetary global warming data to make it look like it's much less than it actually is. They are trying to mask the severity of what's unfolding to the last possible mo- moment and in doing so, Further fueling the overall warming of the planet every single climate engineering operation that's conducted even if it can achieve short-term highly toxic Cooldowns like that which took place place in Dallas, Texas and Denver and so many other locations around the globe Each of those events comes at the cost of not only a toxic fallout But a worsened overall warming a further destroyed ozone layer, for example again, we're working on our new report for that We hope to have out soon and it is Shocking the amount of UVC reaching the surface right now is beyond horrifying. The ozone layer is continuing to collapse, single greatest causal factors, climate engineering, but we're being lied to with this type of report, pretending that we're only at 1.5 degrees C, no mention of the ozone collapse at all, no mention of the methane that's filling the atmosphere from the thawing and releasing methane hydrate and clathrate deposits in the Arctic and other places all over the globe which is, again, covering the planet like a layer of glass. Nighttime low temperatures are rising twice as fast as daytime highs. No mention of any of this. In fact, in Northern California, let me give a recent example. About a week ago, our nighttime low temperatures at about 10 o'clock at night were almost 70 degrees, and then some moisture came over us, which was radically chemically nucleated. It's very visible on radar imagery when drifting bands of far above freezing precipitation suddenly and for no reason flash out to frozen precipitation. That's when they're being chemically seeded from above with chemical ice nucleating elements, just like the ski resorts do on a much smaller scale. That's exactly what's happening. So at the same time of night, a day or two after being almost 70 degrees at 10 o'clock at night, it's suddenly in the 30s that's a few days ago, and now what was it last night at 10 o'clock at night in my location in Northern California, back up to above 70 degrees 10 o'clock at night in April. Anybody that doesn't know there's something radically wrong with that is asleep at the wheel. We are in a full-blown abrupt climate collapse scenario, and the entire climate, so-called climate science community, and the so-called the corporate media, which is nothing but a mouthpiece for those in power, all of them... Seeding the population on a scale that can barely be comprehended And, and it should be easy to see through for any that are halfway awake the collapsing foliage on trees the super hot surfaces on your car inside your car on your skin if you're getting direct sunlight it's not hard to discern that something is very very wrong but so many don't want to know they want to put their head as far in the sand as they can possibly get it and hope for the best hopium so In summary, the bottom line about the top 1% on the planet financially producing twice as much pollution as the bottom 50%. Not something you see on too many mainstream media sources, is it? Let's put a few more puzzle pieces together. Let's move on to the possibility, or should I say probability, of our soon-to-be existence on planet Earth, the collapsing life support systems of our host, Gaia, being at the core of the equation. Climate engineering, atmospheric aerosol spraying operations rage on in skies all over the world, and even now, again, the vast majority are completely oblivious. From my mountaintop home in the wilderness of Northern California, I daily bear witness to the filth filled skies, especially visible when looking toward the horizon in the morning and in the evening. Science fiction skies, often with virtually no natural cloud cover, only filthy aerosol haze, and almost none notice, let alone care. The complete contamination of our skies is fact, not hypothesis, not conjecture or speculation. The geoengineering jet aircraft particulate dispersions of highly toxic heavy metals and polymers, primary elements named in climate engineering patents are elements that have shown up in every one of the many dozens of lab tests taken by geoengineeringwatch.org of precipitation, of surface waters, and at altitude. Again, all of this filmed covered in the dimming documentary film on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org. So with all that I've just ranted about, this contamination in our breathable air column, consider this report. It was issued from the National Academy of Sciences. Here's the title, How Air Pollution Threatens Brain Health. The report states this, Long thought to be primarily harmful to the lungs and cardiovascular systems, Air pollution is now catching the attention of neuroscientists and toxicologists. It's causing brain issues. And why would that be? Because a primary element in climate engineering patents is what? Aluminum. We know from peer-reviewed study that without aluminum in the equation, there would be no Alzheimer's or dementia in in the human lifespan of 100 years. None. Zero. Aluminum is the core issue. Does the Alzheimer's Foundation mention anything about this Why would they, when they have members of the aluminum industry sitting on their board? GeoengineeringWatch.org has been trying desperately to sound the alarm about this connection for well over a decade. How is it possible that the so-called experts didn't know? Understand, academia does know. But they're under the thumb of the money printers. So many in academia continue to betray all of us, along with the entire web of life, in exchange for their paychecks and pensions. The highly toxic climate engineering follow is tainting every single breath we take, and again, inflaming our respiratory systems, making us all far more susceptible to any and every form of pathogen, including CV-19. And what else might there be in the atmospheric aerosol dispersions? How can we know? The controllers can spray anything they want into our skies. There is no regulation or oversight to stop them, and certainly the public doesn't seem to care. The vast majority, again, don't seem to want to know. At least, not yet. But I hope and pray that changes, because we are rapidly running out of time. What are the climate engineering operations continuing to inflict on Earth's remaining life support systems? From Canada, this fires to date double- compared to 2020, and think how horrific last year was. From that report, residents of Saskatchewan are asked to take extra precautions this spring when outdoors, as much as the province is either under moderate or high fire risk, already in parts of Canada and parts of the U.S. West are in far worse shape still. I'll get to that. But consider and remember, the climate engineers can cut the flow of precipitation off to Western North America or anywhere else they want to, for as long as they want to. Search the Engineering Drought section on the homepage of gengineeringwatch.org. Search the Engineering Wildfire section. Search the Engineering Winter section. Understand how all-encompassing these programs are. This is nothing short of weather warfare being waged against populations all over the globe. The covert weapon, the crown jewel weapon of the controllers, a weapon with which they can bring populations to their knees without those populations ever even knowing or understanding that they were under assault. And about the planet's rapidly melting ice deposits, on which all else depends. This headline from last week, As Siberian ice melts faster and faster, environmental disasters become more likely. No, not more likely. Absolutely inevitable. This report from multiple sources then goes on to state this, quote, Many countries are implementing important steps. Others are not. The gap between them could undermine the efforts of the most virtuous countries. Who are the most virtuous countries? Those that are taking efforts? What kind of efforts are they taking? Climate engineering? How much is that helping the equation? Again, we're being led to believe that if things get too bad, the climate engineering card can be played as if it hasn't been played 75 years ago again with catastrophic results. And we're to call those countries or this Report insinuates that those countries that are, quote, taking action, i.e., climate engineering, are the most, quote, virtuous countries. What an absolute asylum of total hypocrisy we live in. Global geoengineering operations are about power and control. There is no benevolence in these programs. And understand this again from any perspective regarding the climate or the state of the climate. There is no legitimate discussion about that subject without first and foremost addressing the climate engineering issue as i cover more headlines i ask always to remember and consider the equation we face of unfolding biosphere collapse it is an unimaginably non-linear equation and all else is connected to this including cv19 the cv19 scenario and its origins and those involved with that scenario Next headline, international research team begins uncovering Arctic mystery. The report states, quote, a new study on submarine permafrost suggests locked greenhouse gases are emerging. For how many years has geoengineeringwatch.org stated this on the record, that climate engineering in the attempt to mask planetary meltdown and it's far worse than global warming we are facing what is more correctly scientifically termed an abrupt climate collapse climate engineering is further fueling that process in the attempt to mask it from populations and in doing so they are altering upper level wind currents that in turn is altering ocean currents we now have ocean currents pumping warmer water into arctic regions and that is helping to further thaw formerly frozen methane deposits on seafloors that is now releasing migrating to the sea surface and then into the atmosphere where it is covering the planet like a layer of glass. And we just now are starting to get some acknowledgement from the so-called climate science community. Because they want to tell the truth now? No, because they can't hide it any longer. And I am not ignoring all other sources of anthropogenic damage to the planet. We have been horrible stewards of this planet. I'll cover a few shocking headlines on that front in a moment. But first, a few excerpts from this report. Something lurks beneath the Arctic Ocean. It has largely remained a mystery only to the so called climate science community. According to 25 international researchers who collaborated on a first of its kind study, submarine permafrost carbon stock represents a potential giant ecosystem feedback to climate change not yet included in climate projections and agreements. Not included. And this is what GeoengineWatch.org has tried to sound the alarm about for so long, that massive issues like methane expulsion from formerly frozen tundra and seabed deposits is expelling into the atmosphere, and there's enough methane to turn this planet into Venus, and now it's just now being admitted to, and they're pretending that nobody knew. We knew at GeoengineWatch.org. Don't tell me they didn't know, because they did know. They've always known, and they've simply tried to hide it. And now it says the study was coordinated through the permafrost carbon network which has more than 400 members from 130 research institutions in 21 countries and it takes that many academicians to figure out what we knew at geoenginewatch.org well over a decade ago and have been trying to sound the alarm about for this entire span of time and now it's just now coming to light just now being admitted to final excerpt from this report while it's not a ticking time bomb that's a lie it's a time bomb that's already going off what is certain is that the submarine permafrost carbon stocks cannot continue to be ignored and we need to know more about how they will affect the Earth's future. Do we need another three or 400 scientists to figure that out? If this methane releases into the atmosphere, we are done. Done. Statistically, mathematically speaking, in the laptev Sea alone, it's thought there may be as much as 10,000 gigatons of methane deposit. If one-half of 1% of that releases, 50 gigatons, one-half of 1%, That would be a 400% increase on the total greenhouse gas forcing on the planet right now. If any significant percentage of that methane is released into the atmosphere, we're done. Very simple. We're done. So don't tell me these academicians don't know. Geoengineeringwatch.org has known for many, many years. They know. They're simply not telling us. Pacifying populations until the brutal bitter end. There's a constant skewing of weather and temperature data, again, to mask the full extent of planetary climate collapse that's occurring right now. And this is exactly the kind of headlines the climate engineers strive so hard to produce. From last week, Denver endured snowiest season in decades, and everyone jumps up and down that doesn't want to believe there's anything wrong with the climate, and it divides the population and confuses them as to the true state of meltdown. That's exactly the kind of headline the, the climate engineers want, and too many media sources, even in alt media, are not admitting to the engineered cool-down aspect of climate engineering, and I hope that changes, because to not do so, to pretend that this is somehow a sign of global cooling or coming ice age or all the other ridiculous narratives that are used to cover up climate engineering, that is simply the narrative the climate engineers want people to recite. That's all. Another headline from last week, warm and cold battle across north-central U.S., The report states a topsy-turvy weather pattern is in store for the north-central United States this weekend and throughout next week as temperatures bounce up and down across this warm, cold battleground. That's called geoengineered weather whiplash. That's what it is. Every time they have enough moisture, they chemically nucleate it. Massive hail falls, does tremendous amount of damage. The temperatures at the surface plunge because it creates a cold, dense layer of air that settles to the surface and they create the headlines they want to continue confusing and dividing the American population. And hiding the climate engineering aspect in all of it. Another headline from last week. Quote, it's a tragedy. French winemakers face devastation after worst weather in decades. From that report, one of France's biggest export industries is facing devastating, a devastating blow after an unusually severe frost earlier this month damaged vineyards across the country. Winter weather warfare, chemical ice nucleation for weather modification. We have the patents posted at geoengineeringwatch.org. We've tested this frozen precipitation that is commonly 20 degrees or more colder than the surrounding air temperatures. How can that possibly be? Chemical ice nucleation is how it is. It is incredibly cold to the touch, typically, depending on the mix. We have tested this mix. Climate engineering elements are in this mix. It is not nature. It doesn't go from 75 or 80 degrees to snow in a matter of hours, as we've seen over and over in Saudi Arabia, in Denver, in Dallas, and so many other places around the globe. This is not nature. When will the population look up, do some research, and acknowledge that we are literally under assault? The climate engineers, via drought, deluge, or flash-freezing events, are wreaking havoc on crops all over the world. Again, we can speculate as to all the agendas, all the reasons why. As I mentioned some earlier in this broadcast, multinational corporations and billionaires are scooping up this land that's sold for pennies on the dollar after the farmers can no longer make a living on their weather-devastated properties. Connect the dots. Another headline. A piece of Arctic sea ice destruction is confirmed. Heat bombs from the Pacific. I mentioned a few moments ago, climate engineering altering upper-level wind currents. That alters ocean currents. That delivers warm water to places it shouldn't be. From this report, according to new findings from the University of California, San Diego, and Scripps Institution of Oceanography, primarily... In summer, unprecedented quantities of heat from the Pacific is pouring into the Arctic Ocean through the Bering Strait. This is likely explaining the rapid decimation of sea ice in the region. The decline has serious implications for our climate. I went over those implications a few moments ago. The sea ice helps to keep the Arctic cool and reflects the energy from the sunlight back to space. Understand, we lose the polar ice. And we are done. The planet we have known is done. Everything goes exponential. The sea ice begins to absorb 90% of the sun's incoming, now much more intense thermal energy due to the collapsing ozone layer. Climate engineering, single greatest factor there. Everything goes exponential. The sea ice reflects 90%, ocean absorbs 90%. Now, much more methane is released, creating even more heat, creating even more methane release, runaway event. Called Venus syndrome search org Venus syndrome to learn more and however science fiction all of this may sound this is the trajectory we are on does that mean it will absolutely happen we don't know we are in completely uncharted territory no one knows but this is for certain the climate science community is completely hijacked by the global power structure completely hijacked and they are lying to us on every imaginable level it is far worse than anything that's being disclosed. Here's another headline piece of the puzzle from last week. Scientists in the Arctic's, quote, ice factory found a worrying sign of climate change. The Laptev Sea, which I just mentioned, has all that methane on the seafloor, which lies north of Siberia, is sometimes called the ice factory or the birthplace of ice because it is a major source of Arctic sea ice. For the first time in history, it did not freeze in October. We are in a runaway event right now. Another headline from last week covering the unraveling life support systems of our planet. Typhoon surrogate sweeping past philippines after becoming strongest april typhoon in history the storm was the strongest cyclone ever observed so early in the year in the northern hemisphere as i tried to point out at the beginning of this broadcast it is inarguable that the human race has sacked the planet in the geologic blink of an eye in too many ways to even begin to comprehend but let's cover a headline from last week that gives some idea of the unimaginable contempt with which so many have treated our host, planet Earth. Here's the headline. There are massive chemical dumps in the Gulf, i.e. the Gulf of Mexico, that we know almost nothing about, the report states. And from the report, in the 70s, the EPA allowed chemical companies to dump toxic waste into the deep sea, and now oil giants are drilling right on top of it. 70 miles off the coast of Louisiana, among a maze of drilling platforms and seafloor pipelines, thousands of 55-gallon drums containing hazardous industrial chemicals litter vast dark swaths of the ocean floor. They've been sitting there for nearly 50 years. And now many of the same companies that did this bleeding in the first place are going to be given permits to drill right down on top of these barrels, rupturing who knows how many and causing who knows how much catastrophic contamination as if it's not bad enough or dead enough in the Gulf already. And in the meantime, above us, we have the climate engineering insanity raging on and on over the record warm Gulf of Mexico, which, by the way, is where the moisture for the so-called winter storms has been coming from over the eastern U.S., the most anomalously Less warm place in the entire planet. The eastern half of the U.S., lower 48, and that's not nature. For the last nine years running, the most anomalously less warm place in the world. Moisture pumped out of the Gulf of Mexico over and over and over, chemically nucleated and creating surface cool-downs, thus confusing the most populated portions of the U.S. as to the true state of planetary meltdown. We live in a full-blown asylum. Military-industrial complex completely out of control let 's get to another headline from last week. same theme from numerous sources. extent of DDT dumping in Pacific is quote staggering from that report. Marine scientists say they have found more than twenty five thousand barrels of ddt it 's thought there may be as many as half a million now for the record dumped off the southern California coast near Catalina Island where a massive underwater toxic waste site dating back to World War II has long been suspected. The findings could represent a fraction of the barrels underwater. Again, it is a fraction. It's thought it will be at least a half million. This hits close to home because I spent so many years at the Channel Islands and at Catalina Island alone and in solitude and subsisting off the fish that I speared while free diving there. Only for consumption and now to know how contaminated that all was and how long that's been hidden and this is just a small snapshot of what we've done to the oceans all over the world it's what we've done to the world as a whole and how many continue to pretend that this can keep going on and on they continue to pretend that somehow technology is going to save us, technology just like this, how much is it doing for us so far? Let's add another headline to this. From last week, soaring sea lion cancer linked to ocean dumping ground of 27,000 barrels, again, it's thought to be a half million, of DDT off California. The sea lions that I spent so many years of my life swimming with, floating with, and now they're dying at unprecedented rates because of cancer caused from this kind of toxic dumping in our oceans. The report states that sea lions with cancer either have to be euthanized or die from the disease, the aggressive disease, which spreads around their spines and causes paralysis. What a nightmare death for these beautiful creatures that I know so well. And for the record, it's not just the half million barrels of DDT dumped in the Catalina Channel that's killing them. The entire ocean food chain is collapsing. Climate engineering, again, destroying the ozone layer. That's decimating plankton. That's the base of the food chain in the ocean. The food chain is completely collapsing. The seals are starving to death in massive numbers as well. Again, the oceans are dying. They're converting to what's known as Canfield Ocean, a lifeless, stratified, superheated, dead sea. That's what's happening right now. We are in a very short timeline on the current course. Make no mistake about that. Another headline from last week, again, covering the tracks of the climate engineers. Quote, pollution in Asia is choking the planet. As if that's Asian pollution being spit out the back of the geoengineering jets on skies all over our country, that is the greatest source of particulate pollution on the planet is climate engineering. Our tests prove this, but our agencies, our government officials, and the corporate media that's controlled by the money printers covers the tracks of the climate engineers by pointing at everyone else. Is there lots of pollution coming out of Asia? Of course there is. But look above you and consider that a U.S. military tanker like a KC-135 can carry 100 tons of nanoparticulates in a single payload, and we have the world's most recognized geoengineers like Dr. David Keith stating on the record the goal to put 10 million tons of nanoparticulates of aluminum into the atmosphere annually. How do I know that? Because I was at the conference where he said it, and I confronted him personally, and you can see this in the film, The Dimming. Again, on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org. Please help us share that link, and you can see me confronting this world's most recognized geoengineer at that exact statement, and, and look at his response. Listen to his response, and I guarantee you, you'll be shocked to the marrow. These particulates are causing drought. Again, they're desiccants, they absorb all available atmospheric moisture, and they are shutting off the flow of moisture to the U.S. West and other places all around the globe. This headline from last week on that theme, millions of groundwater wells could run dry, talking about the U.S. West. There's no could, no may, no might. Another headline last week from the L.A. Times, wells dry up, crops imperiled, farm workers in limbo as California drought grips San Joaquin Valley. Search the engineering drought section at geoenginewatch.org. We have tried to sound the alarm about this for over 10 years. Another headline also last week, this one from the Arizona Mirror. Interstate water wars are heating up along with the climate. Again, never any mention of the climate engineering elephant in the equation, which is the single greatest drought causing factor of all, and the science. Completely backs that up another headline from last week climate tipping points may have been reached already experts say how late in the game are these people we are through the guardrail we are far past the tipping point happened two plus decades ago now we're going to the bottom of the canyon and those who don't believe that will soon then we have the Biden Pollyanna speech complete distraction and nonsense, just like the former occupant of the White House and the one before that and the one before that. We are being lied to on a level that can scarcely be comprehended. And all the while, the controllers continue to successfully polarize, divide, and distract populations on all sides of the manufactured political fences. Consider this wisdom from the late George Carlin. Quote, "...that's the way the ruling class operates in any society. They keep the lower and the middle classes fighting with each other. Anything different." That's what they're going to talk about. Race, religion, ethnic, and national background, jobs, income, education, social status, sexuality, anything they can do to keep us fighting with each other so that they can keep going to the bank, end quote from George Carlin. And if I may make one correction to Mr. Carlin's timeless statement, the controllers are no longer concerned about going to the bank. They're now heading to their underground bunkers. Wait and see. What will we do with the time that's given us? What difference might we yet make, even at this late hour? If we but summon the courage to march headlong into the gathering storm without yielding to the fading of the light, we could yet make a quantum leap in the right direction. We could yet salvage some part of the Earth's remaining life support systems. Each of us must refine our skills in regard to awakening those around us. Reaching a critical mass of awareness is the only way forward in this fight. Sharing credible data from a credible source is key. Check the homepage of GeoengineeringWatch.org for the activist suggestions link to find out how you can help move this fight forward. Make your voice heard. Make every day count. Until next week, stay safe, stay strong. This is Dane Wiginton with GeoengineeringWatch.org.